You're about to listen to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor at Caris Center International. Reverend Josh Lai is a preacher of the gospel of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen. So make sure that each and every time you practice the work of faith for healing. Let it be a part and parcel of you. You can let a month just pass without you taking your medication as you practice the work of faith. Acts chapter 8 verse 36 to 37 it speaks to Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch after they met and Philip opened up the word of God to this man this is what he said and testified to now as they went down the road they came to some water and the eunuch said, See, here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? Then Philip said, If you believe with all your heart, you may. 
So the key word is that after he has heard the word of salvation and he wanted to be baptized into the faith, Philip told him that the key thing is if you believe with all your heart, you may. The same faith for salvation is the same faith for healing. As a matter of fact, the day you were saved, you plugged into the healing heritage. And so the same faith by which you received the healing, the, the, the salvation, sorry, is the same faith you also receive your healing. And so the key word is, if you believe with all your heart that you are healed, you are healed. Don't let anybody or anything cheat you on this fact that healing is your inheritance. And the power of God is already at work to heal you. But you need to tap into that power by your faith. By your faith. James chapter 5 verse 13 to 16. James was called the apostle of prayer. And he believed just like his master in the healing power of God. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Look at the 40. Is anyone among you sick? Watch this. Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Please, the anointing here has nothing to do with anointing oil. He was talking about using oil as medication. Just like the way you rub oil on people for therapy. So he's talking about it being therapeutic. Now look, look at the 15. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And the prayer of faith the prayer of faith is it the people praying or the one receiving. He's actually speaking to the one receiving. Because he is the one who is sick. The elder.
believers are praying. But as they pray, the one who is receiving the healing sees the faith, of the power of healing and taps by faith into his healing grace and receives healing. Is that clear? So, so what it is is this. Whilst he is sick and the elders pray, he knows that healing comes by faith. So he sees the prayer as a prayer of faith for healing. So he receives the prayer by faith. As he receives his healing. Now, I want you to check the 15 carefully. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. There was no probability. It was a firm a statement without ambiguity. Clear. <laughs> the prayer of faith will save the sick. And watch this. And the Lord will raise him up. So you see, there was no doubt. And that is why it is the prayer of what? Faith. In other words, you know that the result is certain. It's not something that you say, maybe. If the Lord permits. <laughs> no. And you see, when you are praying for healing, you see what is on your mind. If the Lord permits. Maybe it is not the will of God. Maybe I have done something. Maybe there is something that is a consequence and, and a kind of a punishment. So maybe James was emphatic because he walked with the Lord Jesus and he understands the principle that anybody that is prayed for, so far as they believe they are healed, so he doesn't ask of any other thing. He says when they pray for him. He shall be saved from his sickness. And he shall be raised up by the Lord. And if he has even committed sins, he will be forgiven. <laughs> So James is also telling you that sin does not stop. Anybody from being healed by faith. It's a lie from the devil. Don't accept it. 
Don't take it. It is meant to rob you of your heritage. So you see, the action you take when you are suffering is to pray. And you see, with that, he just left it. Pray. <laughs> you see, when he, it came, oh my God, to, if you are merry, he said, sing psalms. But the moment it came to sickness, he says, pray, and he spoke what the results should be. Direct. Now, what James also said should also make you realize that it is not something that is even expected in the body. So, Every believer understands the principle of healing and just walks in it. It's amazing. And that's why he says, is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him. The prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. Straight away it tells you that you and I need to have a certain attitude towards sickness. Don't get used to giving sickness attention. And talking about its complications, dangers, what by popular opinion or scientific research, that sickness can do. That is not a faith talk. It is not an attitude that encourages faith. Let that attitude be the attitude of healing. Anytime you see sickness, Give sickness the attitude of healing. Just like James said. Is any among you sick? Straight away he tells and instructs what has to be done. In other words, it is not tolerated here.
Let them take him to Kolebu, Konfanochi Hospital. Let's check him and see what is happening to him. And then when it is diagnosed, then we know exactly what to do. And did he say that? No. Is any among you sick? He said, call the elders of the church, pray for him. That's about it. And he shall be saved from the sickness and the Lord will raise him up. Simple. That is the attitude of a believer towards sickness. That should be the attitude of the church towards sickness. I think the Roman centurion understands this. That even when Jesus wanted to come to his home, he understands the authority of Christ over the power of sickness. And therefore, he uses himself as an example and says, I have authority under me. When I say go, they go. When I say come, they come. And therefore, you don't need your presence in my home. All you need to do is to speak. And when you speak, I know it is done. In Luke chapter 13, 10 to 13, it speaks to a bend over woman for 18 years. We've talked a lot about the woman with the issue of blood. And he had, she had to battle with that for 12 years. This one, she's bended over for 18 solid years. Luke 13, 10 to 13. Now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bent over and could in no way raise herself. But when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said to her, Woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. And he laid his hands on her and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. Did you realize that when Jesus sees sickness, he speaks words. <laughs> so when you see sickness, there's an attitude that you give to it. Just like Jesus does, you do same. You speak to the sickness. And so anytime somebody tells me they are, they are sick, the first question I ask, have you spoken to it? When Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said, woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. That was it. Listen, don't forget about the Symphonician woman. And you know exactly what Jesus told that woman. 
You don't give the inheritance of the children to strangers. And he was talking about the inheritance of healing. It is your inheritance. And when you have inheritance and somebody wants to battle with you over your inheritance, what you do? You make your claim. <laughs> you show the will and the estate that you have been given. So you make a claim over what is already yours. So anytime you see sickness trying to battle your body, which is the temple of the living God, you make your claim. And you put it in its rightful place. Let your attitude be the prayer of faith. What is the prayer of faith? I receive my healing now. Don't beat about the bush. Call the name of the sickness. And boldly proclaim, I receive my healing now. Talking about the sickness does not heal it. Even when you are talking about it, talk about it in the word. Don't talk about it carelessly. Even if the person is a doctor, don't talk and magnify the thing. Listen, for most of you, you don't understand. Doctors, it, it, it's like they have been immune to dead bodies. So you see, doctors don't have that kind of sympathy or empathy that normal people have. Because listen, the first time the guy went to the lab, there was a dead body there and he was asked to remove the eye. <laughs> and from then on, he'll be playing with it, trying to figure out what killed the person. And so they become used to, they see people dying every time. So you see, when you go and you are talking, and you think that he's empathizing, he, he, he doesn't see anything. All he wants to is, he, wants, he says, I want to be real to you. He killed five people. He did that, and he did that, and he does that. They don't understand what you understand because their training is different. So whilst they are giving you the scientific approach to what your sickness is, you also meet them with the faith approach. Because your training is also different. So thank you, doctor. This is the report. But I make this with the report of the Lord. My healing has been bought for me. Thank you for making me know 
but it gives me the opportunity to use my heritage. Some of you, the kinds of things you watch negates your faith. You're a Christian, you're a believer. You are a believer. In other words, you believe in miracles. And I believe, listen, I believe in miracles. And, and you begin to watch fake pastors who employ people, pay people, and try to do some tricks for them to be healed. What do you think you're doing to yourself by watching all of that? Because the devil is sending you free info that negates your faith as if there is not real miracle. And then very soon, you say that all of these things that they do, they are fake. And so you say, how can a person who was not working, all of a sudden he starts jumping? And how can that be real? Why don't you also ask yourself that how come the person was working and then all of a sudden he broke down? The same way the person broke down when they were working, the same way they can start jumping when they cannot walk. It's because of the way you have been thinking and the kinds of things you watch. The power of God still flows. The grace of healing is still working. I can give you testimonies upon testimonies. I remember a lady came to me and she had a tumor. She showed me the x-ray from the doctor. And the doctor said, that was it. And I told her, do you believe the word of God? She said, pastor, that's why I ran to you because I believe. I said, if you believe, take this communion. That thing is going out. She took the communion. She went home. The next day she called me. She said, pastor, as soon as I took the communion, I went home. The thing flushed out of my body. I'm writing my exams today. Right after the exams, I'm going to check with the doctor. She went to check with the doctor. The doctor said, there is no tumor. There has never been a tumor in your body. I believe in miracles. I've seen them with my eyes. A young boy ran to my office. He said that the mom died of a kidney problem. And they said the kidney is rotting. The mom died a year before. And he also has the same problem right now. He came with the x-ray. I said, do you believe the word of God? Do you believe he heals still? He said, pastor, I believe. He was crying like a baby. I said, stop crying. 
It doesn't take away the sickness. Your belief does. Just believe. And I prayed with him and he believed. He went home and when he went two weeks after, he went to the hospital, the same place once again. They said, there is no sickness. Your kidney is fine. He still comes to church till today. I've seen it severally. I've seen it severally. It's your belief. Romans chapter 4. 16 to 17. Watch this one. This is about Abraham's faith. Our spiritual heritage was unlocked in Abraham. It has nothing to do with money and materialism. No. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be according to grace. Wait. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be according to grace. Let me read it again. Maybe it's not, it's not sounding clearly. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be according to grace. Oh, Jesus. So the gift of grace gives manifestation to the gift of faith. That it might be of faith. Therefore, it is of faith, rather. That it might be according to grace. So, anybody that releases faith also releases the grace of healing. Jesus. That's why he says, so that the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham. Who is the father of us all? As it is written, 17, I have made you a father of many nations. In the presence of him whom he believed, God, who gives life to the dead, and cause those things which do not exist as though they did. Huh? They said your liver is rotting, your kidney is rotting. You're going to call a new liver that does not exist as though it exists. They said your womb is faulty. You're going to call forth a productive womb that does not exist as though it exists. 
You have God inside of you. It is of faith that it might be according to grace. When your faith is released, grace is received. show up. I don't know. All I know is that the word of God, which is the power of God, is working. It can take minutes. It can take hours. It can take days. But the point is this, that the day you spoke, that same day it was done. When the feeling of it comes, tell the feeling, I know I am healed. And that's normally what happens. As you keep speaking, as you keep speaking, as you keep calling, one of these days, you realize that you wake up and it's no more there. As a matter of fact, it may have gone days or months before, but you didn't realize. I've heard a lot of those testimonies. They didn't even know when it disappeared. But it has. Because they were still projecting, proclaiming what they know is already theirs. Like Jesus did to the fig tree. Jesus spoke. Everybody still saw. It was green. Peter saw it. It was still green. I'm sure there was a pastor. The, 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 the man spoke. Nothing happened. But when they were coming back the next morning, Peter screamed and said, Ah! The tree you spoke to has withered. Don't, lie the, don't let the pain lie to you. Don't let the feelings lie to you. They said you are diabetic. And so you said you are applying the faith to take your healing. And then the first day you started, that was when you rather felt the pain the more. They said, oh no, this thing doesn't work. It means you didn't have faith in the beginning. <laughs> right? You, you were just testing to see. Oh, let me just test and see. In faith, there's nothing like testing. You either have it or you don't. Faith speaks and doesn't look back. Faith speaks and says it's done. And it is so. Don't forget 
that it is your faith that brings your healing. Not the preacher. Not Jesus. Jesus has done his already. It's already set for you. The preacher gives you the knowledge of what Jesus has done. Now it is your faith. <laughs> Otherwise, those in Jesus' hometown that did not believe should have been healed. Listen to this, and I'm ending with this. Healing is one of the main bridges of God's justice between the rich and the poor. <laughs> Let me say it again. Healing is one of the main bridges of God's justice between the rich and the poor. The rich man with their money can die of sickness. The poor man without their money can still die of sickness. But for anybody who knows Christ and applies their faith, healing comes for free. So your healing does not depend on how much money you have or how much money you don't have. It is God's free gift for all. That is why when people always talk about being wealthy and being greedy, it's baseless because when it comes to health, each one has access to free health in Christ. Did you hear what I said? Glory to Jesus. Do you know why footballers, top strikers, consistently score goals in every match? I realize that. Because the fact that they scored a goal yesterday, they still believe that they will score tomorrow too. I was a footballer, but I realized that there's something that most people do. You see, in their mind, I can't score goals every day. So you see, when they score a goal yesterday, they tell themselves, oh, I'm not meant to score today because I scored yesterday. Most believers are like that. You see, the fact that they appropriated something they feel that it's okay. They had it yesterday, so they can't have it today. You think God is short of supply? Put that negative thought away from your mind. Healing is yours. I want you to just lift up your voice and as we worship the Lord is healing the Lord is healing
the Lord is healing. Whatever sickness, whatever disease, it has no root. It has no depth. In Christ, it has been dealt with. This is the shadow. You have the image of healing. That is you. The word of God itself is health to your flesh. Is life to you. Is life to you. Say after me, say in the name of Jesus. I speak. Call the name of that disease right now. Call the name of that disease right now. Whatever the name of that disease is, call it. I speak to you in the name of Jesus. My body is restored. My health is transformed. For your word became flesh. You sent your word and healed me. I am healed. I am healed. Every diagnosis. I am healed. From liver disease. I receive my healing. Kidney diseases. I receive my healing. Diseases that have to do. With my immune system. I receive my healing. Fever and malaria, I receive my healing. Back pain and the spinal cord, I receive my healing. In the name of Jesus, disease of the ear, of the eye.
I decree right now that your pancreas secretes the proper amount of insulin for life and health. Jesus bore your sickness, carried your pain. Therefore, I decree that there is no place for sickness in your life. Thank you so much for having me. I know, I know, and I know, and I know, and I know that I know that I know. Healings, healings, healings have broken forth in a massive way tonight. You shall have great testimonies in your home. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I just feel the joy. Oh, my la greke to us. Reno de degria da 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 dos and degria doles. Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory. Thank you, Jesus, for the free gift of healing. We rejoice in you. The joy of our salvation. My name is Pastor Josh Lai. Thank you for having me. Grace, glorious grace. Grace, glorious grace. At the cross, you called it finished. Thank you for listening to Grace Bills by Reverend Josh Lai, Lead Pastor, Caris Center International. We believe the word has begun a good work in you. May God's amazing grace lead you to a peaceful and joy-filled life. Caris Center International, living heaven on earth.